Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tanner Hendrickson and I'm Brandon Kylie finishing things up on a Friday here from the E&B Granite Studios out at the Centene Community Ice Center where Chris Kerber was over here earlier today as the Blues had their morning skate. The voice of the Blues joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on what was a big day here at Morning Skate. No more Vladimir Tarasenko. Sammy Blay was leading the team in the post-practice Got stick stretches. taps when he came out too. Good to see Sammy Blay back here in St. Louis. And that's where we begin our conversation with Curbs. We appreciate the time, as always, my friend. Uh, one of the things that we talked about to open up the show today was the the package that the Blues got in return for Vladdy. Curbs, I did a bunch of research last night. I did a deep dive on every player that was traded at the deadline over the last five years and how many of them were on expiring deals with a full no-trade clause and their team got a first-round pick in return. The list was two players long. It was Claude Giroux last year and Paul Stastny in 2018. So with that as the backdrop, what did you think about the return that the Blues were able to get for Vladimir Tarasenko yesterday? No, I think that's a hell of a great deep dive, Brandon. That's what I think. Uh, that, those are rabbit holes that are well worth the time, aren't they? When you, when you, get, when you get those kind of nuggets. Um, I, I, listen, I thought, the return, I thought the return is fine. Uh, I, I think... You're getting something that can either become a player down the road uh, or an asset in a trade, something along those kind of lines, and and I'm I'm good with it. Uh, I think the fact that you got a, what will be a third round pick if the Rangers make the playoffs and they're solidly entrenched in the third spot in their division right now as well. So a first and third, um, a project uh, in, in Skinner as a defenseman. So I don't I don't know that there's a ton of hope in there, but you see what happens there and. You got a body back in Sammy Blay that you need. He's a UFA at the end of the year. I'm I'm fine with it because, and I, and I think the the biggest reason is I think that this drug out as long as it possibly could, and there's some addition by subtraction here in the fact that now I, I think you know instead of deferring the puck to try to get it to Vladimir and things like that, it could be very demanding on his teammates. Now, you know, a guy like uh, Kairu, somebody, Thomas on the ice, you got to do it yourself. And, and I'm okay with that progression going there. So, Vladdy um, was all smiles in his Rangers uniform today. They get ready for their game tonight. And, uh, and Sammy was all smiles here. But uh, rather than let a free agent walk, guys, you, gotta, you got some assets for it. And that was important. 
That was important, Curbs. And, you know, the one thing I took away from Doug Armstrong last night during his media availability was talking about gaining that first-round pick, Curbs. And he said, you know, a first-round pick doesn't really mean much until you put a name to it. But he said our focus is adding to a team that is already competitive this year. And when you look at that first-round pick, some people say, well, great, you got the first-round pick that you could select something even though it's going to be late. But that first-round pick, at least in my opinion, it feels like that's an asset for Doug to benefit this team to turn him into a contender next season? Uh, yeah. He, he he said, he talked about those first-round picks being assets, um, but let's face it. You're getting the second of the worst of the two Rangers picks right now. And assuming nothing else happens there. So, if both these teams, if both the Rangers and the Dallas Stars make the playoffs, one of them gets into the second round. You're talking about picking somewhere between, you know, 22 and 32, if not a little bit later. So, what we and, and we've seen plenty of history with there. We've seen the Blues pick players and very successfully in that window of opportunity. But before those players become real, you know, players for you at the NHL level, you're talking in most cases, except for David Perron, really. You're talking sometimes two, three, four years, because even if they make the NHL in two or three, there's still that first-year player that's going to have the growing pain. So to me, it's an asset to move up in the draft, to move down in the draft, or eventually take a player. But uh, it, it's more importantly, it, it gives you things to work with that you you continue to, to, to build and make sure that you don't fall into the abyss of a of a rebuild, and, and I don't think the Blues are threatening to do that. So I, I like the acquisition of, of getting a first-round pick out of this. And, and listen, if, if, if you read some of the other reports, too, you know, it sounded like Patrick Kane, you know, might have been told it was a done deal to the New York Rangers, and that didn't happen. And some other reporting are showing that, uh, you know, they felt that the asking price for Kane and them were too high. And I think the Blues felt that the, the time was hot to strike. And, and Doug got his first-round pick on a, on a team where Vladdy controlled his, as Brandon said, controlled his destination. So I, I, think, I think Doug did as well as he could at this point on that trade. Chris Kerber is the voice of the Blues, joins us here on 101 ESPN for just another couple of minutes. Uh, Kerbs, when you look at what sets up for the Blues, they've got, I think it's 10 games left uh, prior to this deadline. Is there anything in particular that you're going to be watching for over these next 10 games that will be meaningful for this team the, the rest of the season? Well, I, you know what, uh, you know, the line combinations I looked at today, you know, and Craig Ruby said it looks like they'll have Butchnevich and O'Reilly available tomorrow. They were on a line with Brandon Saad. You had Shen on the line with, with Thomas and Cairo. You know, Barbashev was in the middle of Achari and Sammy Blay, you know, but all that could change if two of those pieces or three of those pieces gets moved. You know, I, I, I'm just looking at continued progress in the same way, a, a team game. I'm looking at I'm looking at our, you know, is somebody like Jordan Cairo winning more puck battles along the wall than, you know, than than, than he has been doing? Is is Robert Thomas, you know, connecting on more plays in the offensive zone? Does Logan Brown get a chance? Does does he get into the lineup on a regular basis? Can he stay healthy? Does staying healthy give him a chance to move up the lineup and earn some more ice time in the final 30 games of this regular season? What does Tyler Tucker look like now that uh, they made the move with Mikola? and he may get a regular spot in this lineup. 
And that's uh, talk to Al McKinnis about him. He thinks it's going to be very valuable opportunities for Tucker to get around this league once and, and, and get a field of circuit and how he can use his size. Those are the things that I'm, I'm really looking for at this point. Because, guys, to me, the quote that I took away from Doug Armstrong's presser was the one where he said uh, that basically that cup area group, the cup era group, that era is over. And he said that. So to me, it's how you shift and how you make plans and how you grow for the next era of Blues hockey to begin. How long do you think that shift could take, Curbs? Great question. I actually think it could be a lot shorter than most. To me, it's a two- to three-year shift with where this team is and what they've got and some of the growth of some other players that they have coming. But I look at it, and depending on if you re-sign you know, one of these UFAs, like an O'Reilly or a Barbashev, even if you do it, do it in the summer, um, and, and you're smart with what cap space you have, I think the Blues can easily be a threat for a wild-card spot next year and, and quickly turn things around. So they, they still have a whole heck of a lot here in the cupboard. And this is, guys, to me, this is the biggest difference between 05-06 when they went down to, to dead last in the league. The cupboard was bare. I mean, it was it was absolutely bare. You had to draft Johnson, Petrangelo, Oshie, Berglund, Perron, Backus, all those guys, and start over. You don't have to do that right now with this team. So I, I think that this is a surprising downturn that I think not even Doug Armstrong expected. I thought his answer to Jim Thomas was excellent on that final question of that presser yesterday. But I, I don't think the Blues are that far off from jumping right back into another good competitive window. And for anybody that missed it, he said it's the most disappointing regular season uh, that he's been a part of, either here in St. Louis or in Dallas. Curbs, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, final question for you. I, I don't know if you're going to be watching the Super Bowl on Sunday, but if so, do you have a pick for the game? Do you like the Chiefs or the Eagles in that one? Well, I don't know how to break it down smartly, so don't anybody use this no, as a okay. Pick, I mean, you can go. Just, neither my, do my we, Curbs. By, like, who has the best smiles? That's how she picks her fantasy <laughs> football teams every I mean, Sunday. So there's, there's no way in hell I'm rooting for the team from Philadelphia, so I'm clearly rooting for the Chiefs. Good for you. Uh, the Chiefs in this one, but I don't uh, – no, I don't feel like I have too much of a dog in a fight. So, for me, this is one of those – I've gotten back to the point with the NFL where if I'm watching a game of importance that just got some good drama – I'm okay with it. So give me drama. That's all I want, drama. Curbs, I'm like you. It's so hard to root for a team in Philly, but, man, do I enjoy watching BK cry and be upset. So there's a little part of me that wants to see Philadelphia win. Some people just want to watch the world burn, Yes, that's me. listen, support your teammate every now and then. Give him this, like, there's – I would much rather see BK happy than see the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles win another Super Bowl. Curbs, did you not see yeah. the picture that we took last year of him watching Philadelphia or uh, this Kansas is why City I like lose? Chris Kerber more uh, than you, Alex. That's understandable. <laughs> it's fine. Missing twelve other reasons. So, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, my, my my twelve year old daughter wanted to have some friends over. That's the only reason we're even having a Super Bowl party. So I'm gonna. The most important part for me is going to be making whatever a bunch of 12-year-old girls want for food and, and keep them happy. Yeah, pizza. P- pizza's always a safe bet. Hey, Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself this weekend. I, it's going to be good to hear yeah. you back on a call for a Blues game. Feels like it's been a month. So enjoy that tomorrow night. Wait. We'll talk with you again soon, man. All right. Sounds good, guys. Have a great weekend.